0: Tell me about the diamonds.
1: Well, they're a girl's best friend, and they're forever. Would you hand me my bra, please?
2: Do me up. From international spies, to elite assassins,
1: Greatest warriors, welcome to DOA, have been brought together. Fights can happen any place
0: against anyone for the ultimate competition. Bring it on.
2: Seems I can find myself a special friend. We'll settle up tomorrow, sweetie. But behind the competition, a secret technology is stealing their powers to create an unstoppable army.
0: If we're going to make it, we need to work together. Why don't we just split them up evenly? Welcome to episode 224 of Laps Gamer Radio. I am your host, Mark Hamer, and joining me tonight, Mr. Nick Case and Mr. Andy Piddy, gentlemen. How are you doing? Doing good. Good, thanks. Are you fighting fit and ready to talk about a terrible yeah, movie?
2: I suppose we have to. I, mean, I said not terrible. My fault. I,
1: thought, I thought we were talking about, like, I don't know. I wouldn't call it Terrible. Yeah, I, I said terrible, terrible and then like,
0: I, I hesitated for a second before <laughs> terrible came out of my mouth and now like I instantly thought like no it doesn't deserve that. No. And I, Andy's probably gonna disagree with us, but yeah, we're talking tonight we're talking about another film. And Andy didn't pick this one. Woo-hoo. Uh and I actually enjoyed it. So draw from that what conclusions you may. Um We're talking about DOA, Dead or Alive, the first fighting game adaptation I think we've talked about. Uh, We haven't done any of the Street Fighters, any of the Mortal Kombat. I did find out. There is a Tekken film. Oh, there is? Uh, There is a Tekken film from... Live action. 2015. Yeah, it's a live action Tekken film from 2015. Um, and, And Heihachi, with his stupid hair, is played by a uh, very well-respected Japanese character actor, and I saw some some stills from it, and he looks ridiculous, and I have to see
2: it. Uh,
0: but anyway, we're not here to talk about tech, and we're here to talk about Dead or Alive, which is a fighting game franchise that I am not particularly familiar with. Have either of you ever played a DOA game? I know Nick is a big fan of extreme volleyball. <laughs> I
1: I don't even know what to say.
0: He sent me endless messages and gifts, rather inappropriate <laughs> gifts, I have to say. in In the Discord, uh, opining about about uh, Tecmo's incredible
1: jiggle physics. <laughs> <laughs> there was a, um, like on the serious note. I'm sure there was a game like a few e threes ago where some like on stage they were like. Check out the jiggle physics. Oh, almost definitely. Yeah. Can't remember what it definitely.
2: was, but yeah, yeah. yeah. Was there j- was no jiggle um, physics in the f- movie were they, were they?
0: Uh I don't know, Andy. I wasn't looking for it. Were you?
2: I didn't notice it. Okay, good.
1: There, there um, is one. No, I don't I, think there was. There is one thing I I noticed. Well, I said noticed. There is one strange bit of thing around that that we can come to later but yeah your choice of words i know so (laughs) i'm gonna lay it out
0: there straight away i quite enjoyed this i gave it two stars on letterbox and and in hindsight that's kind of harsh it's probably a two and a half star film no yeah about two two and a half star in terms of quality Mm. it's not a good film i really quite enjoyed it yeah Um, Despite it not being a good film, straight off the bat, there was a number of things that I saw that were like, this is going to be good. First of all was the running time. Um, and I saw that, oh, this film is going to barely scratch 80 minutes. yeah. Uh, if that. In fact, when I got to the end, I, like, I'd subtracted the how long it takes at the beginning of the film to, for the actual stuff to start and then took the time when it ends and is an hour and 15 minutes of actual filmed footage that's good just made it into the film an hour and 15 minutes which is barely longer than an episode one episode of prestige television um <laughs> but yeah barely making 80 minutes bunch of titles coming up at the beginning of the film for production companies i have never heard of and then seeing the magical words starring uh, you know the names come up, and I see those two magical words, Eric Roberts, and I know, <laughs> oh man, I'm in for a treat, because Eric Roberts. Well, we'll talk about him a bit later on. Um, yeah, did you guys have any expectations coming into this at all? Did you did you know anything about it beyond seeing a trailer?
1: Yeah, I I've watched this movie quite a few times as a teenager. Oh really. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I completely, I There's nothing wrong with it. I'm not. I'm not judging you. I, it, it's just one that completely flew under my radar. Like I, you know, everybody knows about the Street Fighter films. Everybody knows about the Mortal Kombat films. I didn't know until fairly recently that this even existed.
1: Yeah, it was like I want to say 2004 ish, somewhere
2: around there. Was it 2000? Was it four or seven? I can't remember. 2000,
0: 2006. Six. It came out in Japan. Uh, 2007. Uh, limited release in North America, uh, and then made it to DVD later in 2007. Later I don't know if it, it even had a theatrical release. Then.
1: Yeah, I, I had it in my mind. I was about like 13 when I watched it, but I must have been more like 15, 16. Um, yeah, it was... That's like-
0: plenty young enough to make silly decisions, yeah. that's fine. Was, it,
1: yeah. was this a film of year 11?
2: Sorry, was this a film of your year eleven when you were at school?
1: A film of my year eleven. Yeah. Uh, no, my year eleven was two
0: thousand eight. Okay,
1: doxing myself on the on the internet here. <laughs> <laughs> um, so you've seen
0: it
2: a few times, um, Andy. Do you ever seen it before? Uh no, I've heard of it, um, but I've okay. never ever seen it until this week. I've been Fair. had a wide berth of it, you know, done well. Yeah, I I didn't
0: even, like I said, I didn't even know it existed. Um, Nick, I want to ask actually, before I move on, did you see it at the cinema? No. Or did you DVD? Um, did you rent it from Blockbuster?
1: I, I, it was sourced somehow. For legal um, reasons, let's say, yes, you rented <laughs> it from Blockbuster. Yes. We got it from Love Film through the post. Oh, okay, good. Nice one. All right. No, definitely not in the high seas.
0: We'll just do a quick run through the basics of it. So DOA, Dead or Alive. It's a 2006 martial arts action film based on the Tecmo slash Team Ninja fighting game video franchise, video game franchise, Dead or Alive, uh, directed by Corey Uern and written by J.F. Lawton and Adam and Seth Gross. Uh, in the film, fighters are invited to dead or alive an invitational martial arts contest. Uh, blah blah blah
2: blah. The rest of the plot and stuff like.
0: Uh, so it cost thirty million dollars to make. Thirty million. Thirty million. Thirty million. Two thousand and five. Two thousand and six dollars. Whenever it was made, and it grossed
1: seven point seven
0: million worldwide.
1: Wow! Absolute bomb. Um, I can see like there was a lot of CGI in it so I can see how it cost that much to make
0: uh, the film was a critical commercial failure grossing only 7.7 7 million dollars worldwide against a 30 million dollar budget making a box office bomb due to the film's poor performance the United States release was delayed and this is a death sentence here and the film was eventually given a limited release on June fifteenth, two 2007 by the Weinstein company Ooh. Um uh, we didn't know then. Or uh well some people knew. Anyway. Um so yeah, absolute box office bomb. Uh so not at all surprised that there was never a sequel. Not even a straight to DVD sequel, like on a cut budget or whatever, with you know, new casts. because um, I watched recently 'Cause I saved you guys from this. I, I, I took a bullet for you so you don't have to watch we don't have to watch this on the podcast. I watched Uve Bowles Alone in the Dark <laughs> uh, with Christine Slater. Uh and I think that was another one that absolutely bombed, as it should have. Is one of the worst films I've ever seen. And not even in an entertaining way. It was it was shit and boring. Um but they made a sequel to that. And I think went straight to DVD, and they couldn't get any of the main cast anymore. So they made a direct sequel and just recast everybody, which is a choice
2: they could have made with this. But anyway, um, I mean, just look, just look at this. The director did the transporter. That one with um, yes, that's really good. But one of the writers wrote Pretty Woman. He wrote Under Siege. Yeah. Under Siege 2, Chain Reaction. Yeah. And then he goes to Dead or Alive. I mean, how on earth do you...
0: <laughs> well, the director, uh, when you say he did... Well, it was, it was, sorry, which film did he say he did, the, the director? The
2: Transporter, among a couple of others. The Transporter. That's one with... Um, oh, what's it called? Yeah.
0: Um... Aldi, yeah, Aldi Statham, former Jason Statham. swimmer, Jason Statham, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Uh, well, DOA Dead or Alive was the last film he directed, hmm. so this film, like that meme, literally ended his whole career. <laughs> uh, he's worked since then, I don't know in what capacity, but in terms of directing, that was the last film he made, hmm. um. Now, he'd been directing like um, Hong Kong action films since the 80s. Um, and I, I haven't seen The Transporter at all, so I don't know what that's like. But like, there's definitely some pedigree of Hong Kong action in this film. Yeah. There's a lot of like good wire work. Um, and I think he did the best he could with a bunch of actors who weren't who you know they, they they weren't the sort of actors that he was used to working with in in Hong Kong action films. Well, no.
2: Holly Valance from um, Neighbors.
0: Holly Valance from Neighbors, for example. Yeah. So uh, there's a lot of a lot of cuts to try and stitch together the action because Holly Valance was from Neighbors. Oh, was it Holly Valance was in
2: Home the Neighbors? Yeah, I it was Neighbours. I just thought I she was too. a singer. She was a singer, but she yeah, was... Yeah, but
0: before before that, she was... Uh... Oh, okay. She did a Kylie. Yeah. Mm.
2: Yeah. She was okay. in Neighbours, 422 episodes.
0: That's the pipeline in Australia. Um, everyone famous who has ever come out of Australia uh, was in Neighbours. Everyone. 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 All of their famous sports stars, um, politicians, wow. actors, directors... They've all come from, every single one of them was in Neighbours at some point. That's how it works. Impressive. How you get, they don't give you a passport to be able to leave Australia until you've done a season of Neighbours. I found out, I watched a very good video, uh, which uh, I saw. Uh, I didn't see um, early enough to be able to link it to you guys so you could watch it. Um, a guy called Matt McMussels on Twitter um, does uh, videos about video games and video game movie adaptations. And he did a video about uh, DOA Dead and Alive, which was very interesting. Um, included a bunch of stuff from the... Um, uh, Lights, Camera, Game Over, How Video Game Movies Get Made book. they had a bunch of information in there about the production of this film, which is a book now. I'm now desperate to read. <laughs> um, Corey uh, Yuan um, doesn't speak English. Right. Uh, which would have made the production kind of interesting. Uh, or at least he doesn't speak enough English to be able to, so every basically all of his directions to his cast were having to go through translations, from what I, uh, or from what I could gather from this video, which was kind of interesting. It also went through quite a lot of um, a long process of writes and rewrites, and like the original concept of what the film was going to be is very different from what we ended up with mm. in the finished thing. Um, the original version of what it was was would have cost way more money. So it's probably a good idea that they cut it down as much as they did to thirty million. Uh still no idea why it cost that much. Um there is a lot tree, of CGI yeah. in it.
2: Yeah. Uh, there is Location. there is a bad
0: two thousand and six CGI as well. But there's also yeah. like some physical stuff, some like and some some big big sets by the looks of it that probably mm. weren't
1: that don't look like they're made out of cardboard either. There, there's an Not interesting completely. bit. Like the the first scene is in like a Japanese temple, yeah. And the first sort of shot out to going to, into it is all CGI, and then there's a shot of like people leaving it, and it's all real. So I don't know what the hell went yeah. on with that. I don't know. I don't know. Um.
0: So let's run through the plot real quick then. So uh, the film opens with a uh, Ryu Hayabusa. Uh, informing um, who is... Uh, these are all characters from the game. Like I said, like none of us are really familiar with the game, so we don't know the characters too well. But anyway, uh, Ryo Hibusa informs Kasumi of the death of her brother, Hayate, and that she must become leader of their clan. Um, unwilling to believe Hayabusa's words without seeing evidence of her brother's death, Kasumi des- uh, desires to l- uh, decides to leave the temple to find Hayate. Um... And then some woman called Ayane with purple hair who's somehow attached to the clan I don't understand. Warns that if she leaves she is on a bound to kill Kasumi but the princess leaves anyway. Very flamboyantly I've got to say. uh, And becomes a runaway shinobi. Uh, As she is jumping off the wall of the temple Kasumi catches a flying shuriken on which the words you were invited to DOA appear. Inviting her to the dead or alive tournament. Um one of the things I really, really liked about this film compared to a lot of other video game films, other video game films, even the really stupid ones that we've watched on the whole, feel the need to try and explain, even do a cursory explanation for how like things exist in the world.
1: Hmm. This doesn't bother with that at all. So, see, that is one thing that Kasumi, I th- thought was very strange.
0: Yeah, so, like, Kasumi lives in this, like, little pocket of feudal Japan. Exactly, and she's <laughs> like, and she's not she not catches in a shuriken
1: that says, you're invited to DOA, and she's like, yeah.
0: oh, cool, I'm invited to DOA. <laughs> I know exactly what this is. I think that is, like, we haven't done any... Like I said, I haven't done any fighting game films before, but it this seems to be like a trape in these sort of games, uh, these sort of uh, films, isn't it? It's like um all these characters get pulled together to be in a fighting yeah. tournament that someone's putting together for, no for massive amounts of money on a private island somewhere. Um no idea how it's funded or anything like that. It doesn't matter. Just like don't worry about it. Um I like how uh, all these introductions we get some very very flashy like visuals and stuff. As like, <laughs> there's like a like a a few like sections of the screen showing stuff that we've literally just seen, mm. and then like the DOA logo, and then it will cut to the next character, uh, who is Tina Armstrong, who is like a hillbilly wrestler. <laughs> um, apparently, there's enough money in in this in wrestling. Uh, for her to own her own yacht and just be hanging out in the South China Sea, arguing with her dad, who is called Bass or Bass. <laughs> I'm not entirely sure. It doesn't matter. He uh, was also a hillbilly wrestler. Um, she's arguing with him on the phone about her career. Uh, he wants her to continue pro wrestling, but Tina is tired of being a fake and wants to prove that she can fight for real because wrestling's not real fighting. Um. And then a gang of pirates pull up alongside her boat, and her uh, incredibly wimpy posh English butler hides. And then she beats up all the pirates, yeah. and then catches a shuriken that says "D.O.A." I don't. Know if or it, it lands in a boat.
1: it, 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 no, like, it passes the boat, into the hull of the boat. Yeah. I mean, yeah these shurikens yeah, are right.
2: flying forever. They must be flying for a right. I know.
0: Distance. Where are they coming from? There was no one out. There's no one else out there. <laughs> They're in the middle of the sea. Where did it it come from? Doesn't matter. Don't worry about it. Uh, In Hong Kong, uh, Christy Allen is found by the police in a hotel room and is being questioned about the theft of cash and diamonds from another hotel after they were tipped off by Christy's on-again, off-again boyfriend and partner in crime, Max, possibly so he can have the money to himself. She manages to disarm and defeat all of the cops and then leaves the building, driving off on a motorcycle as she receives her own shuriken, all the while she's observed by Max. The three girls are among a number of fighters, including Bass, Hayabusa, Leon, Genfu, ba- Bayman, Zack, Leifang, Brad Wong, Jan Lee, Elliot, uh, Jan Lee, Elliot, Hitomi, and Max, um, who are invited to the Dead or Alive Island, where they meet Helena Douglas, the daughter of the late famed Douglas, had uh, no idea who that is, uh, the tournament's creator, and Dr. Victor Donovan, the organizer of the tournament, who explains about the $10 million prize money and the history regarding uh, the tournament. Um, each fight was analyzed in a lab. Uh, incredible scene. Overseen by Donovan's head scientist, Weatherby, to record their st- <laughs> to record their strength. Uh, all are uh, injected with nanomachines, which record their abilities that's how that's how they work they record their abilities um and they're issued with id braces which show the name of their next opponent in the tournament i love this uh whole like techno setup like it's uh the lab and everything like has such an incredible beam if you look about it. it and it was uh the beginning of like a design qsc a lot around this place is um they used so much perspex in this film, like his entire desk yep. and everything in that room was made of like colored perspex Of uh, various places around the Island. There's like DOA logos that are just made out of, per- of like colored perspex. Um, the center of the shurikens that they were thrown around earlier all made us colored perspex. Um, a whole lot of perspex in this film. Love it. Uh, the next day the confrontations begin. Christy wins her first round win against uh, uh, w- w- wins her first round against Jan Lee. Uh, Helena wins against Hitomi. and Hayabusa wins against Elliot. Uh, Bay- Bayman wins against Brad. Genfu wins against Leifang. And Max fakes an injury so Zach went through to the next round. Um, <laughs> I really do not like minute. the character of Max.
1: I, I've got a question here I've just thought of. Okay, so Max right. fakes an injury, yep, yeah, to get out of fighting because he can't fight, obviously, yeah, so he's out of the t- tournament, yes, in the he's voice-over, not there to fight
0: he's here to steal,
1: but in the voiceover at the beginning, they said, if you're eliminated, you have to leave the island,, um, I'm pretty don't, sure no, that's just... what it said, don't worry about it. <laughs>
2: nobody else did it's
0: the motto of this film it's just don't worry about it in the internal logic of the film doesn't matter Um, before uh, first round fight uh, Donovan explains to Kasumi that Hayate was defeated by Leon the previous year falling from the top of a cliff and his body was never to be found after some more reflection Kasumi realizes that Leon couldn't have killed her brother uh, and believes Donovan is lying after telling Hayabusa uh, he offers to help her find out the truth. Um, later, Kasumi finds herself also matched against Leon. However, she soon defeats him, proving to herself that uh, if she can win so easily, Leon could not possibly have beaten Hayate. This is the first moment uh, of the film where I nearly fell off my chair because when she's fighting Leon, he was the stupid, big muscle guy with the blonde hair. Oh, yeah. at one point. He cocks his arms, and there's like a gun cocking sound. <laughs> and I nearly died. <laughs> it was unbelievable. They have a real stupid fight. He's just a big dumb meathead. Um, Don't just rip off Pretty much, yeah. Um, is that the fight That's the where fight. they end up, like, they break into Holly... Yeah. I was going to gonna say, Lawrence's yeah.
1: Bedroom. It doesn't Holly Valance say something like "I felt the ground move," Loved. and then Max says, "That's the intended Max... effect." Uh, yeah. <laughs> oh <laughs> oh something. yeah, and, and just, then they oh, burst no, I through. I felt the,
0: Yeah, and then like, and then the, the the meathead just bursts through the wall like the fucking Kool Aid man. Yeah, um, <laughs> and they tear up their bedroom having a fight. A lot of destruction of property in this uh, tournament. Oh. Just fight. I like. Should, why isn't in an arena when they fight outside? Because fights can happen anywhere. anywhere. Fights can happen anywhere in the DOA. I know, but it's real dumb. Like Eric Roberts is just like they're going to destroy my nice like um, accommodation or whatever. Doesn't matter. Don't yeah. worry about it. Um, <laughs> no one cares. I think, I think was no one cares. point. Who cares? It doesn't matter.
2: <laughs> I think there was one point where a chair gets thrown at him, and he hits it. And it splits directly down the middle, you know. So they've almost like glued it yeah. together. You can just see it. It's just a perfect split of the chair.
0: Yep, it was an incredible, stupid fight. Um, I really enjoyed it.
2: They go through walls and all. Sorts. Um,
0: during the first night on the island, Max and Christie make a plan to steal over a hundred million dollars from Douglas's family vault, which is somewhere on the island. But they only have one source to follow on, which is the quote. Uh, Helena is the key. Uh, so the next day, after yeah. Tina wins her fight round against Bass, that was a good scene. She's hanging out on like a wooden raft with um, Kasumi. Um. Oh yeah, we completely forgot about the bit at the beginning of the, 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 the like they're they're flown in on plane mm. on a on a plane. Uh, and they're all just hanging out on the plane, and they're like, Oh, we need to parachute down to the island. But those three like land a little bit short, and they have to like climb up a yes. giant statue yeah. with scaffolding around Put it. Head. And and then they learn to become a team off the back of that, and then they're friends
1: mm.
0: kind of. <laughs> um, well, it's just a student that they're friends in. So, um, so Tina's hanging out with uh, with Cassimi. On a little raft, and then her dad turns up and is like, "It's our turn to, it's our time to fight." And her dad's real dumb, Um and they they have a fight on the raft, and he gets knocked into the water because he's a big dumb idiot. Uh And um that's that. But he turns um, up twice, doesn't
2: he? Because he turns up the previous night. And he thinks he thinks. Oh
0: yeah, he t- and he's in bed with She's Holly bed. Valance, yeah. and he's like. Oh, oh, I didn't mean to interrupt you and your girlfriend. Oh yeah, yeah. And she's like, but dad, she's not my girlfriend. <laughs>
1: and um And Holly Valance are totally leaning into being her, her girlfriend. Oh yeah, yeah. Um
0: uh, yeah, after this fight, they uh it was this was this is one like another moment where I nearly lost it. Um they go and hang out down by the beach because This is dead or alive. So there has to be an extended scene where all of the female characters are wearing bikinis. So hanging out down by the beach and the music that's playing, the chill out (laughs) music that's that's playing down by the beach sounds like, do you remember in Jackass when Party Boy would go and do his thing where he'd like go to like like a stereo shop in Tokyo and then put on some music and then rip off his trousers and start dancing around. Um it was it sounded like that music the party boy music from Jackass that they were listening to down by the the, the beach and it was um yeah uh it was definitely a choice uh like the the music in this film goes all over the place and that's the only piece of like diegetic music uh that I can remember in the film uh and it sounded like yeah real bad um where are we Oh, yeah. They have a volleyball tournament. Yeah. Because there's a... Because there's a dead or alive
2: volleyball game, of course, why not? That's intercut with... um, What's he called? That guy.
0: Oh, yeah. Hayabusa. Yeah, so Hayabusa's going to go and find out something. He's going to go and sneak into the lab and he's like... He says, like, I I will sneak into the lab. (laughs) Uh, And then he goes off and there's, like, a bunch of, like, ninjas hanging around. And he sneaks up behind the first guy and just snaps his neck.
2: <laughs> he gets a bit bored of sneaking.
0: <laughs> he doesn't, he makes, yeah, he sneaks for about five seconds and then goes like, fuck it, and then snaps a dude's neck and then fights his way up the stairs, killing I don't know how many people, so he can sneak into the laboratory to try and find out some information. Um, unbelievable.
2: This film's got a high body uh, count if you think about it.
0: It does. A lot of people die. Uh, and then he gets captured. Um, yeah, volleyball tournament takes place on the beach with Kasumi and Tina against Helena and High Booster explores Donovan's compound for information about Hayate but is seen captured by the building's booby traps at the beach. The the game is ab- uh, abruptly a ben. Uh, uh, bloody hell. The game abruptly ends when the ball is struck down by a throwing star and Kasumi realises that Ayane is calling her out. That's the woman with the purple hair from the clan who's angry that she left um Ayana and Kasumi fight each other in the bamboo treetops um that basically any time where those two fight each other and the whole section at the very very beginning where she's like fucking about um doing sword stuff uh back at her clan house was all like looked very crouching tiger hidden dragon Hmm. you know you know there's the fights through like the treetops and stuff like that from that film yep um Very stylized in that sort of way. Uh, It was kind of cool. I didn't hate it. Um, Yeah, Ayane and Kasumi fight each other in the bamboo treetops where Kasumi pleads for Ayane's help to find Hayate, pointing out that when he deserted the clan, uh, she never pursued him out of love. Ayane coldly replies that he was different and that Kasumi should have come to terms with his death. (sighs) The confrontation ends with the arrival of the other girl searching for Kasumi, prompting Ayane to flee. With the recreation time over, the tournament resumes with Tina being matched against Zach. The two fight at the Forbidden Square, and Tina defeats him. Uh, the result leaves a showdown between Helena and Christie in a dramatic beach fight in the rain. Mm. Like, uh, like, so, yeah, they have a big fight, and like, um, she's like sat there, and it keeps cut into a fight happening in slow motion in the rain. And I was like, oh, uh, like, uh, at this point, Zoe had like got home from work and she was watching it and she, she was even more confused than I was because she hadn't seen like the first 30 minutes of the film. Um And we're like, is this, is she imagining this fight? Is she, is this fight happening? Is she like, um uh like running through in her head how this fight might play out in yeah. preparation? It's like, oh no, no, the fight happened. This is her just remembering it. Yeah. Um, it's very odd uh, yeah, so they have a dramatic slow motion fight on the beach in the rain and Christy notices a tattoo on the back of Helena's neck yeah. in the middle of the fight she notices this despite being caught off guard by the image Christy still manages to overpower Helena progressing to the semifinals of the tournament returning to Max she recalls and deciphers the cryptic image revealing the code and showing the location of the vault to be in a, in a Buddha head statue uh, with a new round beginning the following day, Tina, Christy, and go looking for Hayabusa at Donovan's compound. However, they themselves fall into a trap and are also captured. Uh, Weatherby, who has fallen in love with Helena, um, reveals that Donovan wanted to use his technology to, uh, to take it in a new direction, uh, and he and Fame got into an argument about it since Fame had objected to the idea Donovan had him killed by Bayman Helena gains new resolve to stop Donovan. Um, it is revealed that Donovan is planning to harvest the nanobots from the four best fighters, creating the Dead or Alive program, a biotechnology where the hosts will be able to predict and adapt to any fighting style and therefore defeat any combatant. The technology had been Weatherbee's, who had no idea Donovan would use it against fighters' wills. Uh, as well as for profit. Donovan downloads the program onto special sunglasses. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Of course. Revealed to the four captured fighters that he captured Hayabusa Hayate a year ago, and he was the world's greatest fighter, as he was the world's greatest fighter. He challenges Hayate to one fight to try and win the other's freedom, but the program allows him to effectively predict every move Hayate makes. IT falls through the floors of the building, but is saved by Iane, and the two lovers are happily reunited. Uh, just as Donovan is about to send the program to buyers across the globe, Weatherby and Helena prevent Donovan from broadcasting, and contacts the. Oh my God! <laughs> <laughs> and contacts the CIA. Like, oh, I
1: okay. absolutely love right, this s- whole scene.
0: So much of this, CIA this whole contacted. sequence, like. Me and Zoe were screaming at the TV at this because it was so fucking stupid. So first of all, the nano machines upload their fighting styles <laughs> to the computer, and then he downloads the fighting styles. Like it beams into. I I <laughs> thought originally he's putting the sunglasses on to protect his eyes as the information is beamed into his head, and it was going to be like a Matrix thing, and he was going to be like, "I now I know kung fu." <laughs> um, but no, it beams the fighting styles into the sunglasses so that he can predict their moves. So as long as he's wearing... It's just augmented reality. As long as he's wearing the sunglasses, the Kung Fu sunglasses, he can predict their next moves yeah, and defeat them. How does he That's get so really fucking oh, shit.
2: How does he get so specialised as well? So the glasses must be controlling his body. Because he isn't that good of a fighter, but he's because of style but
0: none of that is explained it says like the biotechnology where the host will be able to predict and adapt the playing I thought it was just the sunglasses because when the sunglasses later on um, the sunglasses get knocked off his face and then he's a dum-dum and he can't fight anyone <laughs> and I don't, I don't it's so fucking bad but Nick as someone who works in technology hello if you were, if you uncovered like a creepy plan to steal people's fighting stars and and download them into a pair of fancy Ray Bans, um, what would you do? What would be your line of what would what would your line of attack be?
1: I mean, I would have already embedded in the code some some backdoor that I could just type uh, the website of the CIA. <laughs> that would imme- immediately alert the CIA and flash You'd up on to- all the screens in the complex. <laughs> CIA notified.
2: Oh, God. It fucking
0: like, <laughs> blew my mind. Like, I I thought they were just going to be like, he was just going to, like, tap a load on the keyboard and some stuff would happen. No, he goes into a search bar and types www.cia.gov <laughs> and then the CIA website pops up and then... Uh, um oh yeah first of all he has this uh he has this conversation with like the um he has a teleconference with a bunch of just faces from around the world and i guarantee you they were just like producers of the film or something like that (laughs) they got them together over skype um skype existed in 2006 right um yeah um
1: yeah Pretty sure it did. did it? Got, them
0: t- got them together over Skype to film that scene. They're just, they're just a bunch more. of simer- probably something like that. But just a bunch of like silent heads that just nod along as he explains. Oh, um, I've I've received your 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 money. I'm gonna start uploading the program, uh, the fighting styles that I downloaded into my sunglasses, and then yeah, he types in CIA.gov and hits enter, and then. The download stops, and in a message pops up saying "CIA notified" or something Ooh, like that.
1: CIA alerted, some shit like that. CIA yeah. alerted. Contacted. Oh
0: my god! <laughs> I was screaming at this point. It was incredible. Um,
1: I mean, honestly, like for like is exactly what I'd have done. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> completely. <laughs> oh, and I forgot. As he
0: leaves, like so. Um, Max is gonna. Max gets into the vault and he gets the money and he gets out. Um, then he gets knocked out by. There's this dude, there's this henchman, <laughs> like the, the big henchman dude in the beret and like the camo clothing, mm. who doesn't have any lines of dialogue. He just goes, yeah, but A lot.
2: he beats him hey. up. He just goes, he knocks him out with two flip flops earlier in the film. He does
0: he does knock him out with flip-flops he like he flicks his flip-flops at the guy's face and knocks him out uh, and stops him from going then he comes back later and he's all like and um he knocks max out and takes the money uh and and goes a lot more Uh, and then him and eric roberts run away and then eric roberts is fighting everyone and He's really, really good because he's wearing the kung fu sunglasses, and then the kung fu sunglasses get knocked off his head, and he can't fight anymore, and they beat him up. Um. after this is all after Weatherby has finally managed to unlock the pods. Um. To.
1: And that that was not easy. The sites that was not easy. Four separate security protocols he had to bypass to do that.
0: Yeah, there was. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, and then he had to stop
1: the island from self-destructing because, of course, the island is
0: set to self-destruct.
2: Yeah, but he can't um, stop it.
0: Helena confronts Donovan as he tries to flee and manages to hold him off for a short time uh, as he tries, whether he unlocks the Harvest Pods, but fails. Donovan sets the compound on a so he'll self-destruct. Whether he finally unlocks the Harvest Pods, and with all the fighters freed, the girls join forces to take on Donovan as he attempts to escape uh, in a four-on-one fight. Hayabusa fends off Bayman. I'm guessing Bayman is is the Ur guy, um, with the help of Weatherby and Max. And soon Hayate and Ayane join the fight against Donovan. After a tough fight, Chrissy manages to knock off Donovan's glasses, preventing him from using the program. Kasumi finishes him off by paralyzing him with a needle to the neck. In the final moments, all the combatants jump off the cliff into the water whilst Weatherby, Max, and Hayabusa take an escape hatch. Uh, the compound explodes, presumably killing Donovan. Uh, managing to gain a boat humorously from the same pirates that attacked Tina earlier in the movie Um, the group escapes the island one week after the tournament back in Kasumi's palace the five female fighters join forces against the warrior guards on the palaces of the step on the steps of the palace even sorry Um, I didn't understand that end bit Like they go back to Kasumi's place and like she left. Sure. Okay. Fine. But now she's back. But no, they're going to go back and just kill hundreds of guards for no reason. Um, presumably that was going to set up a sequel that we never got. Because mm. um, this film fucking tanked. <laughs> uh, honestly, I like. I was. I was a bit like. I was a bit meh about this film, until, like the climax. Uh, and then I absolutely fell in love with it. So you're so dumb. So incredible. The climax, yeah.
1: Your climax.
0: <laughs> Until I climaxed.
2: Not the volleyball um, scene.
1: No, no.
0: Not particularly bothered about that. Um, but uh, CIA
1: alerted. That was, oh, the, that was yeah, a climax that was the moment moment. Was, now, That's what did it. When I saw
0: CIA alerted, I was rock hard. Um <laughs> So I want to talk about Eric Roberts for a moment because um, Eric Roberts is an interesting guy. He is, he's, uh, he's a genuinely good actor. He's been in some really good films. Um, if you look at like his IMDB, I mean, he's in the dark night. Um, he's in a bunch of, of like really highly rated films, especially from earlier in his career. Mm. Uh, and there's there's an interesting um profile of him in um uh Vanity Fair from a few years ago, talking about how like he could have been like a Hollywood leading man when he was younger and for some reason it never quite happened. Um he got involved in a like really serious car accident and had to learn how to walk again. Mm. Um but he is like he is probably the hardest working Man in in Hollywood, hardest working actor in in Hollywood in terms of like the number of films he does. So, um, in this uh, in this um, uh, profile, uh, he's on the set of filming a um, a Lifetime movie franchise, an installment of a Lifetime movie franchise called Stalked by My Doctor Three. <laughs> um which is a lot of these sort of films he does, that was his 74th movie role that year. 74th, that year? Yes, that year. That, he must That year, he does a lot of like low budget films, straight to DVD films, TV movies and stuff like that. Occasionally he'll get like a role in like a big uh, movie, like a Dark Knight um, sort of thing. But he does, uh, he just, instead of like doing a handful of smaller roles or whatever, he just works uh, as much as he possibly can, um, which, you know, fair play. Um, but yeah, he he's a decent actor, but he knows how to, he really knows how to hammer it up, uh, which is why he's so much fun when he turns up in trash like this. Um, Which is why, you know, an actor who has done like really highly rated films and has worked with directors like Christopher Nolan, can also appear in films like Sharktopus um, (laughs) and DOA. Uh, I really like Eric Roberts. Whenever I see that he's going to be in a film, I know I'm in for a good time, at least when it comes to his performance. Uh, So, I mean, (sighs) where do we even go with this? Andy, you didn't really like it. Um.
2: All right. So this because it's sort of um, probably bad timing, really, because I've started rewatching the John Wick films. So I watched John Wick, then this, and then John Wick Two, and compared. I mean,
0: that's a little unfair. Well, it I mean, is,
2: but it's unfortunate. Most
0: bit. action films. Most action films won't hold up well compared to
2: John Wick. No. No, and it doesn't hold at all well against John Wick, um, especially that first one. But what I... All right, so I thought the action scenes, I thought the fight scenes were quite good, choreographed, you know, very well. Mm-hmm. I, I, thought, I, I thought the actors themselves, especially the girls... You know, cause we don't really have a fighting background. Um, Not at all. None no. of them. I thought they did pretty well. I thought they sold it pretty well. You know, with reactions and stuff. The fights were quite entertaining. Um, I thought they could have been a bit more choreographed, a bit more. F- See, what I felt thinking about this film, this film could have gone two ways. They could have really gone for like a proper. Almost like American Pie vibe, but with kung fu. Or it could have gone with a bit more serious, and I think we've gone for a bit more serious. I mean, the stories, utter pants. Stories just.
0: Yeah, but uh, it would have if it had tried to be a little bit more serious. We wouldn't have had hmm. the stuff that made the film fun. We wouldn't have had the CIA alerted <coughs> notices and things like that. So. Hmm.
2: I sort of felt they were just in the path of. They, didn't, they couldn't decide which way to go. Um, I think the lead. I thought the acting was reasonable. I think the girls were good, as best as they can be with the material they've got. You know, you've got f- four strong females, as such. You know? Like I say it's not a great film, but you've got four strong females. The actors did as best as they can be with the material. The biggest letdown for me is the story and the script. I mean you could have just got a normal fighter and just downloaded it and just said, Look, you know, this is what it does. Look how good it is. You didn't have to you almost didn't have to do all the whole thing getting people together and stuff. Um what Oh you mean the um Yeah, just showing off a of glasses. Uh, the,
0: the tournament itself yeah. was unnecessary. Yeah. Yeah, but then we wouldn't have had such amazing fights also it's a fighting game so
2: true true
0: they have to it's a it's the rule of fighting game movie adaptations mm. is there has to be a fight, a, uh you know a martial arts tournament uh,
1: yeah. some description. Mm. it's not really a um fighting game movie if it doesn't have a fight no
2: i think i think it was quite nice to try to vary it up i mean you had fights on the river um, that was quite fun. There was a fight in an arena. Um, where else? Fight through the house. That was um, fun fighting with rain. So you know, you did various locations and stuff. That was good. Like I said, just the story was just pits. I think I just think and the script was just utter shite. So,
0: well, from this is from two thousand and three. Tuesday, April 8th, Hollywood Reporter, Dead or Alive game for film deal. Mm. Los Angeles, uh, the Dead or Alive fighting video game franchise is coming to the big screen in a film described as Charlie's Angels meets Enter the Dragon, uh, (laughs) which is not what we got. (laughs) Uh, The project targeted for fall 2004 release, big miss there. A set uh, set up um, at Impact Pictures, which currently has video game to movie uh, titles Driver and Resident Evil Two in the works. They made, did they make a Driver film? I don't. I'm gonna have to look that up. I don't know if that ever made it out. No, I'm not sure. Uh, the 30 million dollar movie will focus on four female fighters from Japanese video game publisher Tecmo's franchise and stay within the realm of reality, unlike Impact's Mortal Kombat movie which is based on a violent video game, heavily draped in mythology and fantasy. (laughs) I think the story is one... Ah, this is a name you're going to love and recognize. I think the story is one that people will want to see, even if it wasn't based on a video game. It's a fun popcorn film with action and humor, said Paul W.S. Anderson. (laughs) Uh, He is part of it, actually, isn't he? He's a producer. He's a a producer, yes. He is a producer. Uh, The man who brought us the entire uh Resident Evil franchise and the Monster Hunter film um and also um Event Horizon mm-hmm. which I genuinely like I think it's a good you know sci-fi horror film um so yeah originally it was going to be like a Charlie's Angels thing and from like the poster and the trailer mm. that I watched once about 3 or 4 months ago I thought it was going to be more like a Charlie's Angels thing. I thought they were just going to be like, like a team of people involved in some sort of espionage or something like that. Not like yeah, just
2: that would have been probably better.
0: Fighters going to a tournament. But, uh, maybe,
2: maybe. Yeah. But um, it did feel very Charlie's Angels. You know, cause with the DOA coming up every time, it clicking across and doing the small screen, and then out of it. Every female character didn't split the screen in three, didn't we? So we like showed previous yeah. scenes, and we did like so it was very it was Charlie's Angels credits, almost like. Mm. So it was, there is
0: a um, there's an interview in um, uh, IGN from 2006 with, uh, uh, Tomonobu uh, Itagaki, who was the head of Team Ninja at the time. it might still be, I don't know. Um, being asked about the Dead or Alive franchise Uh, and at one point in the article he's asked about um, uh, where is it Uh, have you seen the pictures of the new Dead or Alive movie what are your thoughts on how the characters have been portrayed in the movie and Itagaki said of course I have seen the pictures personally I wanted to have Japanese actress play Kasumi and Ayane." Uh, but the director believes strongly in his casting choices. Ultimately, it's his decision, um, and he he lists he lists some some uh, Japanese actors that he would have liked to have seen in the role. I, I don't know any of them. Ooh. Unfortunately, I'm not hugely familiar with uh, Japanese cinema. Um, so there was uh, yeah there was a little bit of like um, uh, the. Yeah, Team Ninja were not particularly from from that uh, and from some <laughs> other information that's come out that Team Ninja were not particularly happy with the adaptation. Not
2: surprised. Um,
0: at least. And uh, also, it sounds like it was like a bit of a nightmare to be on um, as a set. Mm-hmm. Um, there was an interview with. Um, Holly Valance done in Eurogamer because she was in Red Alert 3. I don't think I ever played Red Alert 3. No. And I asked her about um, uh, DOA. (laughs) Um, Saying, you're also known for your role in Dead or Alive movie. Did you enjoy the experience? And Holly Valance said, it was an amazing experience, but it was the toughest experience of my life. We spent four months training in Kung Fu Then we were in the desert in China, sick as dogs, working hard in heat like I've never felt before. It was literally 50 degrees Celsius one day. Wow. Uh, But it was a wonderful bonding experience with the other girls. Uh, I've made friends for life. It was like going to war together uh, almost because you were doing things in really poor conditions and it was quite third worldy in some areas. Mm. So it was hard. but It was great fun. Uh, you're a gamer did you actually did you play actual Dead or Alive and you said oh yes we played so much that was pretty much what we had to do in our rooms because there was nothing else to do that and buy pirate <laughs> that, that and buy pirated DVDs in the village uh, I'm Uh I'm so against buying pirated movies and music because that's my business but there was literally nothing else to do so we'd watch these awful DVDs filmed on a camcorder in the cinema wow yeah um in that movie, you defeat an entire room of baddies whilst wearing a towel. She was, uh... Yeah. Like said, and, ...and Holly Hollywood thread. That was awesome. I had so much fun shooting that scene. The only problem was when I pistol-whipped the detective at the end. I actually did, uh, <laughs> during one take. They'd moved the marks between takes without telling either, so I ended up accidentally smashing his face with the butt of the gun. <laughs> he was bleeding, and we stopped shooting for the day. I felt so awful. <laughs> <laughs> Um yeah, but there's a bunch more information apparently in this book that I've, i I'd really need to read this now. Yeah, if it's on Amazon it's Amazon. Ten, it's on Amazon. Think, I think, I ten whole pages apparently in this book. Lights camera game over that's just about uh the making of DOA. And apparently the yeah, apparently the conditions were awful uh on set. Like mm. um not the actual like, on set itself, but like the uh the location was quite remote. Mm. Um the so the the facilities for the crew and actors and everything was really not great. Uh not great catering or anything like that. Um so again makes you wonder where the thirty million went. Um I, don't know. I mean so general uh, critical response we talked about it a little bit at the box office the response the critical response was not great either um, reviews are generally negative on Rotten Tomatoes the film has an approval rating of 33% based on 46 reviews with an average rating of 4.7 out of 10 uh, the site's critics consensus reads with a ridiculous plot and comical acting checking one's brain at the door is required before watching DOA dead or alive um, I can't disagree with that Joe Layden of Variety called it a whirring blur of hot babes and cool fights, but complained the film is insubstantial and not enough to even appeal to genre fans with lowered expectations, suggesting it belongs in the video store and on late night television. He described the film as a caffeinated mashup of Enter the Dragon, Mortal Kombat, Charlie's Angels, and a few other films. Um or maybe they did get the Charlie's Angels stuff in there. I don't know. Mm. Um but did praise UN for his show-stopping spectacles and compared an outdoor sword fight saying, it looks like a collaboration between Gene Kelly and Bruce Lee. <laughs> wow. Um, Jack Matthews of the New York Daily News gave the film one out of five stars. Harsh. Uh, calling it laughably silly. He said the action was curiously bloodless. I did notice that. Yeah, there's a yeah. lot of scenes, a lot of sword fights, um, a lot of dudes getting slashed up. Yeah. No blood. No blood at all not even like cheap cg blood um
1: clearly going for that 12 rating or whatever it was Hmm. yeah uh
0: josh rosenblatt the austin chronicle pan the film saying uh the most glaring problem with doa not that it goes too far but that it doesn't go far enough and called the film a piece of garbage and the best argument for reading books since the first pop-up appeared wow (laughs) i mean that's a bit that's a bit harsh um, there were some favourable reviews. LA Weekly gave a, a favourable review comparing to Charlie's Angels. Again, like, I don't know. It's been a long time since I watched Charlie's Angels. But, I think Charlie's Angels um, is better, isn't it? Uh, almost definitely. Um praising the director for providing one of the year's purest entertainments and pretty much purist. non-stop fighting mostly in l- very little clothing with the flair you could expect from a master choreographer like Yuen. Like, you the, can I, tell I mean, what The are oh, really well put together. Yeah, Um, (laughs) Entertainment Weekly's Gregory Kershling gave the grade B and wrote if you only ever see one bad movie about warrior chicks who meet on a tropical isle for a fight contest make it DOA dead or alive (laughs) can't really disagree with that Um,
2: Uh, I think the fight scenes like I said are pretty good I think the choreographed well Um, I think the actors were pretty good for being probably, probably non-fighters when I was looking you know, So, mm. I, think, I think they gave it all. So, I don't have a problem with the fights. It's just everything in between. That's pretty rubbish. I mean, what is the point of Max? He comes in, he tries to steal the money, and we have to leave the money. We have to drag him out. He's, he's I think
0: tra- he's supposed to be the comic
2: relief. Yeah, but... Pff, is that but even, he's not funny. He's not funny. He's not even... Is that probably too good looking to be comic relief as well?
0: I thought he was just weird. Like, I didn't even think he was that. I just mm. I think he's kind of weird looking. Yeah, but. Um, he's not charming. He's not funny. No. He was the most annoying character. Uh, well, the only thing that was funny about him was the fact that he's a massive coward.
2: Yeah. Uh, that was kind of funny. Um, but she knows him, Holly Valance's character, don't she? But it's like
0: it's weird like this film is kind of funny in it like um it's almost as much as it is like inviting the male gaze and everything um with the uh insubstantial outfits that the female characters are wearing at multiple points throughout the film all of the women characters are like like uh are strong and like sharp and get what's going on, and all of the guys are dum dums. They're all they're all idiots, with the exception maybe of Eric Roberts, but in the end he's a dum dum as well. Yeah, like fucking hacking dude, Weatherby, um, and the only thing I can remember about him is he wears he wears polo shirts, and everybody everybody says his name wrong, and he gets really angry when people say mm. his name wrong. Um, and then there's the Max guy. All the male fighters are just like meatheads who get easily yeah. beaten. Um, this film, I've got to say, I, and I did a double check on a very handy web resource. This film f- passes the Bechdel test oh, at yeah. multiple points. Wow! And you know what? Do you know what doesn't pass the Bechdel test? What? Um, the the entire Lord
1: of the Rings trilogy. <laughs> oh, yeah. Nice.
0: There is not a single female character in that film who talks to another female character, let alone talks to another female character about a subject other than a man. <laughs> there isn't a female character in a film who talks to another female character in, in in that entire trilogy. But DOA Dead or alive, multiple passes of the Bechdel test, so well done. Um, may, Is this film secretly kind of feminist? Is it, <laughs> is it cool, woke, feminist fighting game movie? Well, it's hard to... Is DOA unproblematic it
2: sort of does twist it a bit doesn't it because the games are notorious for what jiggle physics and basically yeah the yeah, games are great. So the, the games are like that so the producers and the writers have done a decent job in sort of twisting that around and saying alright it's sort of expected in the film but we'll make them strong and you know strong characters as such you know I mean, not we're not relying on men you know, it's the man. even that, um, the Supreme Warrior, I can't remember his name, is relies, relies on his girlfriend to save him. I mean, he can't be, when, when he gets knocked out, he never comes back. It's like. Well, Which dude? What the, no, no, deed? the, what's it called? You know, the one who's, tra- who's trapped for a year and can move around like his. Oh, her yeah. brother. Hayate. Hayate? Yeah. When he gets knocked outside, he's yeah. saved by his girlfriend, isn't he? Um and, yes. but then he yeah. never comes back and fights Eric Roberts, he just stays there. He you'd have thought that he would actually come back, but he ne- they never bring him back in.
0: But you can't you can't count on the guys no. in this film, you cannot count on them because they're all they're all they're all yeah. dum dums. Uh, and they're all they're all uh yeah, they're all useless. Um, but
2: it, it, that twist you know that subversion of the video game is pretty good you know it it's just yeah. you could have just come up with a bit of better plot or anything just to get I don't know do you really need why can't you have Eric Roberts as the supreme fighter himself without these stupid glasses and stuff <laughs> and nanobots
0: i uh, i don't know that the, the sunglasses thing is real dumb uh not a fan of that uh whole stuff at all like I, I it's well no i kind of am because it's so because it's so stupid like like i said like originally i thought it was downloading information into his brain mm. like in the matrix but now it's all just stored in the sunglasses yeah. um and it was literally just like a set of like Wrap around sunglasses with a bit of like <laughs> plastic trim stuck on the bridge of the nose. Um, yeah, big fan. Um, did, I mean, did anyone in this film really go on and have much of a career afterwards? I mean, um, like, yeah, Jamie Presley, does, my name is Elle. uh, was Jamie, yeah, she was in my name is Earl, of course. Yeah, it's Sarah Carter, uh, who plays, um, the daughter helena uh helena i don't think i've ever seen her in anything else um devon aoki i'm sure i recognized her from some i am seeing she was in like one of the fast and the furious films
2: yeah uh sure. yeah
0: there we go she was in too too fast too furious yep thought so um so i've seen her in at least something else um like the biggest name was, was probably Holly Valance, right? Yeah, oh, yeah. She the is she the lead?
1: I wouldn't say she's the lead yeah, she probably is. I don't think it's a lead film though. It's not it's like an ensemble film, just none of them are very mm. um
0: sure. I don't know who gets top billing in this film. Oh that hell is um, in
2: Smallville? She was in Smallville.
0: okay, I There's never watched Smallville. TV shows. Um but Holly Valance didn't really have much of a film filmography uh, of a film. I mean, this was the first film she was in and she's done one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight other films. Only three of which have Wikipedia articles. <laughs> so it's not a good sign. Um, but she has, she did work quite a lot in, uh, television, hmm. uh, as well.
2: Cruising ticket, um, prison break. You've, you've, you've I've never seen, seen, seen Taken. Taken, never seen it. Oh wow! I've never you seen him Taken, Taken, Taken
0: at all. I've seen Taken clips. Uh, is it? I mean, I saw, I saw a clip of, uh, I don't know which film it was, one of the Taken films, where, um, what's his name? Liam Neeson. Well, Liam Neeson was climbing over a fence. Mm. And it's quite an infamous shot because there's like twenty cuts. In this shot of him climbing over a fence. Uh, it's awful. Mm.
2: Um, no, taking's good. Taking's really good.
0: Okay, I'll take your word for it. Uh, I may, I may like, watch it at some point if I'm on a flight and it's the only thing that's available or whatever. I don't know. Um, yeah, have we got anything? anything else we want to say about the film?
2: Nick, you've been...
0: Nick? You've been quite quiet. You enjoyed it's,
2: it's, it. It's your choice, Nick. Fly the flag for your choice.
1: I don't think I need to. It's. I think, mean, you know, Mark said pretty much all there is to say. It's good, dumb fun. It's a good popcorn movie. It's probably one of the best songs we've watched in this series. After yep. Detective Pikachu. Yeah. Oh, um, no. Sonic beats this. And it oh, didn't... yeah. I
0: forgot Sonic was good.
1: Yeah, Sonic beats this one. Sonic was good. And it didn't have The Rock in it. So all I'm going to say is video game movies, to, make, to, make, to make video game movies good, they need to lack The Rock. That's my theory. I think Rampage I wish, is better than this. Um, I wish we had
0: done a video watch-along of it Yeah, on um, <laughs> on Teams or whatever. Uh Mainly because I would have captured on, on audio the moment when he types www. <laughs> <laughs> cia. gov into a computer. Um, <sighs> unfortunately, we never. There is no recording of our uh, our collective reactions to that moment. But trust me, in in our in our house, uh, me and Zoe lost our minds that's one of the greatest things i've ever seen in a film. uh and for that i t- i give it two thumbs up. i i know it's it's a bad film. like it technically it's bad. there's some bad acting. the music is bad. Uh, uh definitely something um it doesn't make a whole lot of sense. i f- i really enjoyed it. two thumbs up. go watch it. you'll have a real good time. yeah. Andy, do you agree? No. Andy does not agree.
2: All right. um, Do not. Well, get drunk, watch it, and then forget about it.
0: Nah. Well, I think we're now set down a path.
2: This is a bad film.
0: Uh, Apart from... Let's... I tell you what. I tell you what we'll do. we're We're now set down a path, right? We have watched a fighting game film. So now... We are inevitably locked into a path of watching all the fighting game films. All right. So we'll watch all the Mortal Kombat films, both well, the old one and and the new one. The two first three um, of them,
2: two old ones,
0: one Street, new. Street uh, Street Fighter, Tekken. We'll watch them all, and then we can rate them as to which are the best ones.
1: all right Make as the fighting that. games fight.
0: Yes. We will. Uh, we'll rank the fighting. Well, the fighting games will fight each other, and we will rank them.
2: Okay, we'll lock that in. The
0: fighting games will have their own concrete tournament in LGR Towers. We <laughs> Not will, on a we'll,
2: desert, will... desert island. No, no.
1: I better write some code just in case, where mm, I can see.
2: Exactly. Type a website in, and no sunglasses allowed.
0: Block access to CIA.gov on the server.
2: <laughs> so, but I'll tell you uh, what, what, what's good to so no call you, on us? You don't even get the CIA. The CIA don't even appear. No one turns up <laughs> apart from the
0: pirates. Maybe the pirates are the CIA. I uh, don't oh, know, that's Johnny Harris. It's... Uh
2: but I'll tell you what, that's just that's a watch. That the pirate that, that island is basically a short hop, skip and a jump from where Jamie Presley was originally because the pirates have the speedboat. It's not going to travel far, is it? So it must be just off the same island, <laughs> To have those pirates By so what? close.
0: Yeah, I know. Um, it was quite funny when one of them like, turned over Jamie Presley and spotted her and was like, Oh shit! Not again. Um. Anyway, uh, it's despite what Andy says, uh, I think it's a fun film, uh, and I think you should check it out if you want to watch something that's real stupid, uh, and if you're a fan of uh, like fairly competent action, um, incomprehensible plots, like stupid over the top characters, and Eric Roberts. Uh, then it's got everything you could want. Um, Hmm. We'll have to discuss um, what fighting game film we're going to do next. I really want to watch Tekken.
2: (laughs) Yeah, we Um, can do Tekken.
0: It looks stupid. I'm going to pull up a trailer and and post it in the Discord uh, afterwards. um, Combat's
2: on Prime at the moment. It is. Those three films are on Prime. I think you can do the group watch as well. In I'll take your word for it. I think you're good, um, but you see, but I think this is eighty-eight minutes. John Wick is eighty-eight minutes. Just go f- watch John Wick over and over again. You'll have a much better time, okay. guys. Are yeah, you know, the new John films. Wick is
0: um, three hours long. <laughs>
2: Yeah, but the first one right. is 88 minutes. I know they get longer and longer, but that first one. They do. Anyway, um, should we wrap it up there? Yeah.
0: Nothing else? No, Nothing else to say? That's all it? Nothing. Oh, everything's good. Okay, yeah. right. DOA, dead or alive. Uh, Andy's wrong. It's worth a watch. <laughs> Uh, Gentlemen, thanks very much for joining me. Get lost. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you, Um, I think. Thank you. Uh, Thanks very much, dear listener, for joining us on this silly journey. And uh, yeah, we will catch you on the next episode. I think next episode will just be a regular what games we've been playing, so we can catch up on those. And then after that... I don't know what we're going to do after that. Uh, Just, uh, yeah... Keep an eye out on the socials to see what's coming. Twenty twenty-three
2: um, Ballyhoo year. Maybe of
0: another fighter. food. Maybe maybe we'll do another film. I don't know. I don't know. We'll see. Just keep an eye on the socials. We'll let you know. Um, <laughs> yeah, uh, we'll catch you on the next episode. Uh, until then, goodbye.
2: Bye. Bye.